Back. We're back. We're going for an epic week this week. Usually we do the odd one a week. Every usually Saturday or Sunday. But for some reason this week we've gone fucking nuts. And we're on the third one t- this week. Trifecta of madness. Yeah, fucking going for it, aren't we? Right, today what we're doing is we are doing a review. Because this is our 20th episode now. We're doing a review of all the 19 episodes we've done in the past, obviously. So, uh, Did you think you'd get to 19, uh, 20 episodes? Um, well, I think, yeah, I think so. I think, because we, we were talking about it probably, what, last year? and Well, early last year, actually. And we started it literally beginning of this year in January. But um, we had been talking about it, but we hadn't done anything. Well, hey, we've got a little bit of a technical problem going on, but it's, it's all right. And one day we'll have a proper studio and we'll have proper people to do this to come oh, and do it are, for we us. Are making, um, a b- making a studio. Yeah, we? we are. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good, man. You're getting it's just a case of getting other shit sorted and then getting onto it. So uh yeah, anyway, so today what we're doing is now is we're going over the previous nineteen episodes that we've done. Yeah. Um we're just gonna do quick sort of summaries and uh what we thought about them. So uh, Yeah, so if you've not if you've not listened to any of us before and this is your first one, uh, then maybe you can uh, use this as a as a reference to yeah, see yeah, which you ones you want to listen to. Yeah, you can see what kind of shit we talk about. So It is all shit. Yeah. It is literally all mad bollocks. It's all good though, because we sit here and we're drinking hang on, there we go. Hang on. Clink we're drinking the old uh, bud again. Come on, bud. Send us some fucking booze. We're not booze, man. Yeah, we don't want to fucking buy it anymore. We're too good for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, right then. So, any shout outs? We got to say anything to anyone? Um, we may forget during the um, the review because, uh, but yeah, Paul Sparrow and John Wilk straight away for your, your episode suggestions, yeah, yeah. which everybody's in, just do them, just send, send us shit. what you want. It could be absolutely fucking anything. I mean, it could be fucking something you saw the other day, it could be you being pissed up on a pub crawl and, and fucking falling in a lake or something and <laughs> telling us some mental story about that. And uh, it will get announced, you know what I mean? We'll we will bring it out on air. Yeah man, do it. It's um, good, man. Uh anything else? Do, 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 do. Oh crack cushions. Crack cushions. Yeah, uh, one and only. We're not gonna say who the crack cushioner is. We know. We know the people you are, the people in the know know. But crack cushions, uh, and well, basically the the guy behind crack cushions was like really cool, man. Straight away to start with, he, he sent us um, a few emails saying, "Well done with the podcast, really enjoy it." Now we didn't, we obviously you can fucking tell, man. We just fly by the seat of our pants. We just do it. We don't really, we don't do any editing. But no, all, no. the only thing we do is edit the music in at the beginning. That's, it, That's yeah. about it. Really. Yeah, yeah. We just keep it simple, and we didn't know, you know, what we were doing really, but we were getting good feedback from. Certain gentlemen, yes. uh, and um, yeah, it was really cool. So we mentioned crack cushions a lot because, well, Etsy dot com slash crack cushions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook Pinterest. Pa- the Facebook page is fucking epic. It's brilliant. Yeah, it is, yeah. I'm loving the fucking dancing. Uh, the dancing cushion yeah, is brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Walking down the road, you know, getting in his car. It's, it's awesome. So it's, it's awesome. really, it's really cool that um, some people are getting in contact with us now. And you know, it's um, I didn't think that. I didn't think that would happen. I didn't think we'd have downloads all around the world, but but we have. Yeah, they're literally everywhere, aren't they? Yeah. As well. What's the, what's you would you say was the most mentalist place we've we've had a download from, even a download? Um, Laos. Laos. Yeah. I what think the fuck is that? Island. We've had uh, 
uh, regularly Australia. Well, ev- lots of places. This is fucking lo- loads of countries. Antarctic. Have you heard anything from there? No, Afghanistan. Af- oh, that's pretty cool. Someone in Africa, it's a, a bored troop, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, probably is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so cool, man. Just we really appreciate it. Yeah, keep listening. We, you know, we enjoy doing it, and um, as long as you enjoy listening, then we'll keep carrying on. You surprised us. We didn't think we'd, we'd, um, you know, have the reception that we've had off people. So no. it's really cool that people are getting involved. Yeah. I mean, it's wicked. Quack on people. Right. Yeah. Okay. So right then. So like I said earlier on, we're going over the 19 episodes we've done. Um, the first one we, we did was uh, Princess Diana and the conspiracy of uh, what happened. Now, what is your thought on it, Tom? Um, well, obviously, she she died in a car crash, pissed up driver, blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows. The I think I uh, really have to test my memory brains now because that was fucking ages ago. That the it was a January, January the sixth, I think. Yeah, there was there was inc- <laughs> incon- <laughs> um, I don't know, it's somewhere around there though. No, but yeah, okay, yeah. But the, the driver had um, there was inconsistencies in um, uh, reports of how drunk the driver was. There was inconsistencies regarding um, carbon monoxide. Was it carbon monoxide in the blood, in the blood? Yeah, yeah. of the driver, who apparently was killed instantly? He couldn't have breathed any carbon monoxide because he was dead during the crash. But yet, in his autopsy report, there was a shitload of carbon dioxide in his blood. No, carbon monoxide, sorry, in his blood. Um, and coincidentally, somebody had committed suicide in Paris that night and was in the same mortuary and they did it via putting a hose pipe in the exhaust oh, yeah, I remember of a car. That. I remember that because they said there was a possible switch, didn't they? Yeah, the, the judge said, I can't rule out that the blood samples have not been tampered with. Yeah, that, that, doesn't that just tell you it's a bit dodgy to start with? And there's also the interview that, that we played, I think we played it, where Diana was basically saying... They're um, out to get me. Yeah, they're out to get me. Could it have occurred? Yeah, of course it could have occurred. Yes. Is it likely... I don't know. Is well, she potentially had a Muslim I th- I baby. Think, I think it's got more chance of it happening outside the UK to her, which it did, yep. than it would do in the UK. Because yep. I think it, I think they'd clock onto it a bit more. The the, the uh, scene of the crash was in the tunnel. I can't remember what the tunnel was called. It was uh, um, desanitized extremely quickly. There were spraying detergents on the walls. And, and within a few hours, it was open and traffic was going back through it. This wouldn't happen in a normal car no. crash. This would have been closed for a while with fatalities, and she, especially uh, with a princess. Didn't she end up taking some, was it 40 minutes to get to the hospital? Or oh, it was, more, or was, was it two, two hours? hours? It was meant, oh, that's right. It was meant to be 40 minutes, wasn't it, or something? She went past three hospitals, yeah. which could have taken her. Yeah. Um, so that's a bit... It's either been a major fuck-up or um, there's been something being said, didn't there, there? Mm. And the way that the royal family responded to her death, they didn't really... They, did said, they said nothing. She, this was the Saturday night. She died on the, on the Saturday night. On the Sunday, there was not a single word spoke about her in the royal family's church service. Yeah. They didn't give a, seemed yeah, to not did, give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. The Queen didn't really want to really know about her, did she? It's fishy. Yeah, it's a bit fishy. Just... There's inconsistencies well, what was all around, isn't there, there? So. But the main reason why, it w- I mean, why would you want to just kill her? There's got to be a reason why. Now, the reason why, apparently, was that, obviously, she would divorce Prince Charles, and she was with um, Dodi Al-Fayed, who was an Egyptian Muslim, who apparently she had had, uh, may have been pregnant 
with his child, right, yeah, yeah. and they didn't want. They um, didn't. They didn't like her for a long, long time. Like, yeah. like she said in a uh, interview thing, and they thought, well, she was having an affair with um, uh, what's his name, um, the um, ex military, the, the one that looks exactly like Prince Harry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Ginger Kid Hewitt James Hewitt James Hewitt yeah well, he had a stroke not long ago didn't he did he yeah yeah he's had a stroke and a heart attack at Fuck. once he had a double fucking whammy on him if if, if there's such thing as a guy which I don't believe uh, they fucking want him dead yeah. but yeah he's still going so so that's enough. Diana yeah possible yeah possible so, so the second episode so do you think it could be okay so um, is it let's do this for every episode that okay. re- requires right okay so is it bullshit possibly real or real, um, it's it's very fishy. So I'd say I'd say possible, possible, possible. I'm leaning. I'm going to lean <laughs> with a grin on my face more towards being possible. Yeah, I I think it's po- I <laughs> there was tampering. Yeah. Tampering. Yeah, there, was some, there was there was something. It was either the biggest fuck up going constantly from literally every sector, or yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards more that it was, to be honest. I'm sort of in between, um, has done possible. I'm sort of in the middle of that. You know what I mean? I'm a bit further ahead than possible, but not 100% yes. If I, if I could give a percentage of, of it being um, a murder, so to speak, I'd give it probably about. 75%. Well, what swung it for me is when one of the, I think it was a, uh, you'll have to go back and listen, it was either somebody in the tunnel, a witness claimed, I think it was a motorcyclist, claimed that there was a, a, a very powerful strobe-like flashing that he saw on the opposite side of the road and then the cars crashed. Now, this is a tactic that was used to kill um I can't remember exactly who it was, but it's a tactic that was either used or was going to be used by the MI5 to wipe out some leaders somewhere. And it was flash high-powered strobes into the driver's face whilst driving at high speed to cause him to lose control of the car and crash, killing the occupant. Therefore, driver caused the fuck up. Everyone drive Driver error. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. Especially if he's drunk. Apparently he wasn't, but... Yeah, yeah you, I remember you saying actually, thinking about going back, he he was caught on camera outside the back, t- telling, talking to people, and he he had one drink, he had had a meal or something, didn't they? Yeah. Um. So check it out, people. Yeah, check it out. I'm I'm on the I'm seventy five percent. Something happened there. Fuck you, Queen. What are you yeah. killing people for? Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So number two, number two, we did a, a nice friendly one. Um. Really nice, you know, community uh, sort of thing up in Bristol. No, uh, it was in Gloucester. Gloucester, sorry, not <laughs> Bristol. Bristol, sorry, Bristol, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Close enough. Called uh, uh, Fred and Rose West. Fred and Rose West. Now, this is not real or could be real or bollocks. This is just real. This is just 100% just like just nuts. So we had Fred and Rose West. So what they did is um, they, if you haven't heard of them, which would be very unlikely, uh, is they they were basically mass serial killers, both of them. Um, they reckon that Rose was actually the main person. They reckon they made she made Fred do most of the murders. Yeah, he killed his own kids. Yeah, he, he killed he killed um, his girlf. Well, he said that um, he come back once from this is the fir- not the first murder just before he murdered someone. But um, which was his girlfriend at the time. He come back to find his girlfriend and uh, 
his daughter, son, or whatever, inside, dead yeah. in a suitcase. And then um, he went back with the girl, apparently, who killed his girlfriend yeah, at yeah. the time. And he said, my first murder was her because I pushed her against a wall or something. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm calling Billy bullshit on that. Yeah. I think he killed them both. Oh, he was a crazy <laughs> yeah, person. I mean, he, he was raping. He, he had like sex dungeons. He'd like hold people yeah. uh, for days on end and just rape them, torture them. His wife Tie them up and all it. sorts. And they used to, used to like, was it kneecaps he liked? Yeah, was he it, kept He kneecaps. was a kneecapper, wasn't he? Yeah, he kept he kneecaps. Liked, yeah, kneecaps and he stored the bodies in the garden, under the floor. Uh, in fields in, in the basement yeah Scotland they reckon there was fucking loads up there I can't yeah. remember what it was, it was something should be like 60 odd or something like that they reckon up yeah. in Scotland everywhere um, he moved around in the country and resided people well I say people uh, uh, there's a specific age group of, of young girls disappeared yeah so yeah. it's entirely likely that he has killed a lot of people and along with his wife Around the country, loads, yeah. loads, loads. Oh, this, yeah. I, I imagine if if you could somehow get the truth out of uh, Rose because she's still alive, isn't she? Um, I'm pretty sure a fucking shitload more would prop up. This is how bad they were. They had a bar in the house called, I think it was called the Black. See, we're probably going to fuck a lot up now because we've not looked into our <laughs> episodes. We're no, just doing it from memory. Yeah, what we're doing, what we've done is, I'll tell. Honestly, I'll tell you what I've done. Right, <laughs> we've had a few beers. And we've done a podcast literally about ten minutes ago, and I've gone downstairs and I've looked at the i i uh, the podcast uh, channel on iTunes and uh, literally just wrote down the ones we've done. I haven't done any investigating back into it, obviously. <laughs> no, we're just going to... Just wrote the name of it down and then we'll see what memories fly back up. Just one of them. So so we'll try and be as accurate as we can, but we probably will make mistakes. But just go back and check it out. Yeah. But yet, they had a bar called the Black Magic Bar where they would get... Because um, Rose was not really an escort, not really a... She was like a hooker. She'd get, people would come around and fuck her, basically. And there was a bar that they'd have loads of parties in um, and they used to get the kids to wait at, at the parties completely naked, and they're like 10 and 12 or something ridiculous like that. They get fucked crazy. by people. And there is, I think it was something, I can't remember where I remember this, it might be Fred has said it, that the poli- actual members of the police force would uh, would attend this yeah. and uh, and participate in uh, uh, abuse of, of, of children in the Black Magic Bar. I used to, what, I used to like watching Rose get fucked by black blokes, um, and he used, I don't know why, black blokes, but that's what he, f- he likes. Everyone and has a fetish, Tom. Yeah, whatever, man. But, um, and like, they'd wank on her, spunk on her tits or whatever. And he, he would, when they left, he filmed it all. He had little peepholes. And he, when they left, he would go into the room and get the spunk off her, off her, off her tits and rub it all over his body. <laughs> Well, yeah. did he think he'd give him superpowers? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it surprise me if he had a fucking massive neck. donger off it. Remember, everyone, as well, like I said in one of the episodes, I think it was the Dharma one, uh, you had to be a serial killer at six, okay? You've got to kill six people. So you've people. got to at least do have six. have to kill six. If you killed five, if you're a fucking failure. Yeah, yeah it's, it's no point. There's no point trying. If you got to five, that's the worst. It's like coming fourth in the Olympics, that is. You know what I mean? You don't get a medal and you're lost. Yep. You know what I mean? You were exactly. close to a medal, but you weren't. Yep. So yeah, You're a fucking failure. Yeah, fucking failure. Sort so it out. Fred and Rose West. There's no. Um, there's no uh, possible true because um, it's just 100 percent true. Simple so, yeah. as. Check it's, that uh, out. Yeah, Evil. it's all good, right? So the next one we did was uh, Men in Black. Now this was a very small episode we done. Yeah, um, it was a quick one. I can't remember why it was only quick. Was I like think I think it's because we were both working a lot. Yeah. I think, and it was just a case that we we had it in, in mind and we just sort of banged it together. When I say we, mostly you. Um, <laughs> 
And then, no. and then we just basically just cracked on with it, as you do. Yeah, Men in Black. Obviously, Men in Black, I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you're fucking clued up with weird shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Men in Black are the are crazy dudes that apparently turn up if you've seen a UFO and they... Not, but, they don't are, ap- but are they dudes? Well, exactly. They don't yeah. appear to be human. They act, well, if they are, they're acting I- in extremely strange ways, and they base they try and intimidate the fuck out of you, so you don't talk about what you've seen. But yet, most people continue to talk about what they've seen, and nobody gets whacked by these men in black. There's they're on film as well. They've been caught. There was a film in uh, I think it was Niagara Falls, where um, two guys turn up to a hotel because. The manager had seen a UFO. Oh yeah, we we had a clip on that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and these dudes walked in and they were dressed identical. It's a bit fuzzy the footage, but you can see they're dressed identical. They spoke like fucking robots. They didn't seem to know how to use normal utensils. This is a common occurrence with them. They just seem out of place, but yet normal, but not normal at the same yeah. time. Um, now, uh, now I can't remember why they came to that place. It's because she, the manager had seen a UFO. Is that what it was? Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Okay. And they were talking. She was he or she? I think it was a he. Was talking about it. Um, yeah, but wasn't asking, in work yeah, that yeah. day. Yeah, because because he, he was asking when they um, the men in, men in black people came in and asked this fellow and he said, oh, she's not in today. And he, they kept sort of probing him, didn't they, with yeah. the weird questions. It was like, what the fuck? How do you want me to answer this? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they've been seen at like diners and. And not being able to read menus and like you know the waitress would say, "What do you want?" and they'd they'd replies, "Food, so food now, food, yeah, yeah, what type of food, any steak." And they, yeah, yeah. They d- when they give them the knife and fork, they don't know how to use it. Could be bollocks. I don't know, man. Uh, if we get if if out of all of them, if if there's one which is from um, not bollocks to 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 pure bollocks, this is pure bollocks. I think you think it's pure bollocks. I think the I think mm. I, th- I think the MI Men in Black sort of thing is. Uh, I'm not saying that things like aliens aren't, but I don't think there's blokes in suits well, or things in suits coming in asking people. Well, I think I think it just fucking happens. I think. I mean, we're going to get into it because there's there's episodes we did on UFOs. If you are sort of if if you believe that UFOs could be real, well, let's uh, say UFOs are real because that means unidentified. But if you think they could be alien, then all bets are off regarding Men in Black. Yeah, they've got to. You've got to entertain the fact that they could be real. I don't know. So yeah, but I I, I don't get. The, I I do. I know what you're saying. I don't get the concept of them. But looking like humans in suits and coming in. That's what I don't. I don't weird, believe. Man. That's the one thing I don't believe. It, it, if it's real, someone's fucking with us. Because if aliens can travel, yeah, like yeah. An interdimensional, you know, they're from another dimension. Why would they come up and ask? You, you know what I mean? Just why would they send some incompetent cunt in a yeah. fucking black hat who ha- can't yeah, speak exactly. to interrogate you? Fucking no, they, w- they wouldn't even fucking. They wouldn't even have gone in until she was at work, and they wouldn't even got her at work. They probably would have fucking got her outside somewhere. Apparently, apparently, um, if you talk about Men in Black, which we did, obviously, then uh, you if you talk about them in public, which is this is is public. Yeah, I'd say this is pretty damn public. Yeah. yeah. Then then you will be visited or intimidated by one. If I see one, I'll just slap him in his robot I face. I want one to sit down, I'll give him a beer and go, come on, let's talk. Exactly. Let's yeah. talk. Tell me what you know. So, um, do I think it's possible? I'm going to say, because of it my response to some more episodes that we're going to talk about in a bit, it's in, it, could, it could be possible... 
I, I think, it, yes, it does occur. Is it some form of alien? Probably not. Is it some form of government, um, you know, agency trying to fuck with people? More than likely, but I believe that it does occur. Yeah. Do you believe it's the same thing as what people say? Do you actually believe, like, um, it's something, whatever it is, right, comes in with a black suit, a hat, do you think it's like that, and it looks like it's got a fucking looks like a tranny with blow blowjob lips and all that bollocks or um, whatever it was? Yeah, you reckon? Um, Why would they do it though? I just don't get it. I'm not gonna say yes because I believe what people say, but I'm gonna say I believe it. No, and I, I don't. I don't. It's difficult to say. I am inclined to believe certain people's reports, and particularly one guy called John Keel who. Um, we we did an episode on the Mothman, was um, very intertwined with high strangeness in yeah. Point Pleasant, and he's reputable. He he doesn't necessarily talk bullshit, and he experienced some strange things. So I'm going to take his reputation and what he says, put his uh, reputation on and the line. say if he says it's real, I'm going to probably stand more with him. But right. I, but I don't fucking know because I ain't seen one. Yeah, that's it. It's it's, it's it's one of them things. There's so many random shit things going on around the world, and it fucks your brain, doesn't it? Everything fucks your brain. Well, that's the thing. Doing this podcast, we've uh, there's so much fucking crazy you, shit. And honestly, you look at one thing right, and then you you suddenly see another thing. It's like imagine looking at a family tree. You so you're talking about an episode. Let's just say it's talking about uh, Fred and Rose West. And you've got like a family tree, you'll go into like a victim and then it'll, you'll go into the victim's family or whatever. So it spreads out and it's the same, same sort of basis with most um, things we bring up. So yep. you can talk, well, if you go UFOs, it goes fucking, the tree's massive. Any way you want. Yeah, it literally is any way you want, you know what I mean? If you go into, you know, uh, well, the one we're going to be coming up to in a bit um, northwards, you know what I mean? Operation Northwards. Indeed, man. It, it can, can, it, there's loads of military things and it leads you to other things and all that, doesn't it? So yeah. Right, okay. So the next one we're talking about is um, another nice fella. Um, and probably my favourite murderer. But to be honest, I, when I say my favourite murderer, I think uh, since we've had done a few more since this fella, he's pretty lame, but he's still he's still hardcore. He's like, uh, yeah, he is. But, like but I've, I think Jeffrey Dahmer's suddenly gone up in my li- list of favourites. But anyway, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Mm, Mr. Bundy. Yeah, he's, um, this was our second, was this episode four? This is episode four, and yeah. We've done two episodes on serial killers by now. Yeah, and the first one you got to remember is a double serial killer, so it's very, that's a very rare case, really. Yeah. So, r- r- I had Teddy a cursory B. interest in serial killers, meaning, um, I thought that, yeah, they just fucking killed people, and then buried them, or chopped them up. I hadn't really bothered my ass into researching what they actually did to people. I I, I think I think me and you are different in that way because I'm more on 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 the murderers <laughs> podcast rather than I, put, I get more into them. Do you know what right, I mean? Yeah. And you, you like you're saying before you didn't, and then no. you know I, I'm I'm not not less against UFOs, but I am. You know the murderer ones. I think fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? This has happened. I I was um I, I knew that like there was pate- like, that that he had done horrible things obviously 
But when I started to research, Fred and Rose, I kind of knew a bit about, but when I started to research um, Bundy and what he did to corpses and how he'd revisit them months after he'd killed them, dig them up and then rape their bodies... And he said he, he actually he slamming he really he, he, <laughs> he, he had to he only stopped raping their bodies when decomposition he could not fuck them because yeah. they were just falling apart. Basically, uh, that's when I I thought fucking hell, man, you know that. And then it was that I found that quite disturbing. It was fucking shit. I found I couldn't believe I, I really that was eye opening for me. I, I mean, I really did, I, for some reason I don't know. It's not I was naive, but I just didn't think that. That really occurred. I mean, I knew people. I knew knew people did yeah. bad shit and done stuff. I knew people fuck bodies, but when you actually like visualize it in your mind that there's a dead girl that you're digging up six months after she's been killed and you're raping her rotten I, body. I, I tell you what. I tell you what. It's mental. It sounds. It's, it's kind of. It's, yeah, gut wanks. Good old gut wank. It can't be a good 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 old gut wank. Um, <laughs> it's like um. It's it's like a different well it's obviously a different league but it's it's like you know when people are obsessed with people and love people and stalk people yeah. and do all sorts it's like that but with a dead body yeah it is yeah it's like a trophy it's like it's so dark it's so mental it's uh yeah yeah then it just it, it that yeah I realised then that um but this fellow was a fucking clever geezer as well yeah yeah and same with to be fair with a lot of the single ki- serial killers the ones who've been on their own you can tell they're intelligent. You can tell they're really intelligent because they sit down and you can see if you watch the interviews on YouTube or or if you've got DVDs on them or whatever, you sick bastards. Um, you you watch you watch them and, and they just sit down and they're very calm most of them, and they they just sit there and talk and they explain certain things and they, they their brain. You can see when they're being talked to, their brain works sort of outside the box, but it's not like oh, a yeah. thick way. It's not like a thick way. No, they're way. massively intelligent, yeah, like these psychopaths are. They're really, really clever people, yeah. which is the, the disturbing thing. That is disturbing. Th- this is one of the reasons why they were saying that, um, that the world could... I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people that have done horrific things to mass numbers of people, innocent people in the past, uh, have displayed traits of being psychopaths. And the reason being is that the psychopath... It, is t- is very very clever and rises to the top because they know how to take advantage of people that don't suspect that you're a psycho. Yeah, and you can just yeah. get your way. Well, Ted, uh, was, it, was it Bundy? I think it was Bundy. Um, who who said, uh, um, you know, just p- people like me y- as your neighbours, we're your sons and we're, your daughters. We're sons, yeah. your daughters. We, you know, I'm no one. He even he acknowledged and knew that no one would suspect him because he's so normal. Yeah, when he's out in the public, he's so normal, so they wouldn't go, "Oh, it's not him." So, you know so what I mean, except for little crazy Dave in the corner of his glasses, who like t- tweak, you know, jumps around and goes, ee! every few seconds, I'm and they a go, biscuit. "He's yeah, he's a chance of being a murderer." <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it was just so normal in the public, public eye. People wouldn't assume him. They They'd just, he'd be right under the radar and he could carry on. They doing know how to camouflage themselves yeah. very well. They can conceal themselves in everyday life and you won't suspect it because you always hear that, oh, he, you know, he seemed like a normal guy to me. Yeah. Wrong. No. He's, just, he's, he's more tapped than you can ever imagine. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Right, okay. So we, that was episode four, Ted Bundy. So now we're on episode five, Operation Northwoods. Operation Northwoods. It was a bit of a cool one, wasn't it? That one is uh, 
uh, basically um, the Americans trying to put the blame um, on Cuba for attacks that they planned themselves mm. uh, to to basically invade them. Yeah, it was um, <coughs> to me. Um, there's obviously doing this type of podcast. People want to do not. They want us to like nine eleven. I, I can't yeah. really be asked to do that because no. it's been done to death. And yeah, <sighs> so it's 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 too it's too commercial. It sounds silly, but yeah, conspiracies is. of nine eleven is too commercial. And and what people are trying to get at with that is, is it possible that this was done internally? I mean, was it an inside job? Yeah, of course it's possible. So what we did with this episode is we thought let's let's go for it instead of discussing nine eleven and whether it is an inside job. Let's look at what we know has occurred conspiracy rise with, with governments and Operation Northwoods was and there's documented evidence where they wanted to hijack their own airliners, blow them up over the seas and, and blame it on the Cubans. So the whole premise of nine eleven, whether it be real or fake, which I'm obviously not going to have any opinion of at the moment, but whether it be real or fake, the premise of that is is, is real yes. as fuck because they planned this uh, shit if, before yeah, exactly. in Cuba. If they've got documented that they planned to do something else before, which obviously to blame it on someone, there there is a, a possible chance yeah. that that could happen with 9-11. It could be possible chance of anything else. So the deception, the level of deception that involved it, it, in that... Um, that the, the the plan, the idea was, what well, is is enough for me to to say, they can and will do what they want and deceive whoever they want, to to meet their means. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, right? This is going to sound a bit. Um, let's put this in the most friendly words I could. Cuntish, right? <laughs> but would would you, as a government? If you were trying to do it as best intentions towards your own people, would you do it if you had to? Um, no. Well, the only way, as a leader, that I would kill my own civilians is if the options were you kill X amount of your own civilians and you avert a disaster. If you don't do that, the amount of your own civilians that will be killed as a result of you not intervening will be massive. Yeah. I.e., do you drop a bomb on a base that kills a thousand UK people, um, which is horrific? Um, and if you don't do that, then it might result in a say a, a nuclear blast that kills millions. Then yeah. you have to look at the numbers, and you have to be that. It's just a logical thing to do. Then. Yeah. So, yes, I believe that they would. Yeah. They would do that, but I, I, I but, think, but I this think is this is trickery. This is setting up yes. a plan. This, this isn't this an isn't avoidance something, tactic. Yeah, this, this isn't is something where they're going to all die. This is something we want that place. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's a want rather than a need. It's a trap. Yeah, it's a trap. I I I agree with everything you said there. Um, I think if if you were put on the line that the whole your whole uh, um country is going to be extinct if you don't do this or whatever, then I think you would, right. Yeah. But that wasn't the case in the, in this one. This one was basically Cuba because they're communists and they d- they didn't like the fact that they were just off the shore and they were also Russia off the shore at the very top near Alaska, aren't and they? they? Yeah. So they just did not want to be surrounded by communism. 
So that's how I see that. I suspect. Well, Northwoods, a hundred percent real. Yeah, hundred percent real. Yeah, it's documented. And, so. if, and if you think your government won't hurt you to get their their own way, you're, you're wrong. You, uh, this was an eye opener for me as well because yeah. I looked at the documents. I actually just read the documents in that episode. I didn't do anything to it. We, I didn't think it was going to be any good because all I did is read the documentation. A and good the documents. A, a good one we've happened. got to do. Um, which is linked towards uh, government of the UK is probably uh, Dr. David Kelly. He's on the list. Yeah, He's, we've got to do him because that that's quite an eye opener as well. I think a weapons inspector but, uh, going into Iraq was claiming this is David Kelly claiming that there are no weapons of mass destruction, the war is illegal, and he what was, happened to he him? He Rob? was going to announce it the um, the day before he died. He he, he was saying oh, um, I'm going to announce this tomorrow, and then they found him um, dead under a tree. Um, pilled up apparently and um, wrist slit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't understand why why you would do that right if you've already said you you're going to announce announce it the day before. You know what I mean? It's there's something something stopped him there. That's how I see it. But mm. we'll get into that in an episode yeah, rather getting into it now, sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. obviously we can get right into it, can't we? Okay, so so that was number five, which was Operation Northwood. Obviously, we're trying to breeze through these as quick as we can. This is only a short sort of rendition of what we were speaking about because if we spend 10 minutes on each one it's going to take a long time yeah 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 that's true yeah right number six so the, the black monk of monk of pontifract the black monk of pontifract he's a not a black po- guy no it's, it's just a weird like poltergeist mm. thing throwing shit around and pissing on the floor or whatever it was well puddles appearing it started if i my memory serves me well it started out of the blue when a family went on holiday and the son didn't want to go and he stayed it's basically his gran was said fuck it if you don't want to go i'll stay at your house and look after you and um apparently she was sitting in the lounge watching a front room whatever the fuck it is whatever you call it wherever you are in the world and she was watching tv or something and the kid who didn't go on holiday with the family walked in and according to him and various other witnesses, I think there was five or six witnesses that saw this, there was, it appeared to be white dust falling from the ceiling onto his gran. His gran didn't know it was happening. Uh, the They got neighbours in to have a look at it. The dust, they, they, they thought it might have been coming off like the plasterboard ceiling because uh, they just had it recently redecorated. But upon inspection... It was actually falling six inches below the ceiling and materialising out of nowhere. Yeah, and it was landing on it, and then all fucking hell broke loose. They're fucking, you know, a lot. I like the thing when it, um, she was singing or something, and uh, he, he he had his hand, he had a glove on or something. And yeah, he was giving the old finger like sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like um, what do you call it? Like a um, conductor. Yeah, yeah. That was um, uh, Aunt Maud had come round because I mean it really escalated. There was like a. Water was pouring out the ceilings, coming out the floor. They got the um, the water board round. They couldn't find the source of the leak. They said that it was just appearing out of nowhere. Water, shit was flying around the house. They were getting fucked up all the time. Um, uh, cut a long story short, this Aunt Maud had come round thinking that it was all bollocks. She was there to try and just ridicule it all. And she was standing in the kitchen, um, essentially saying that th- this entire story has been concocted by the children and the children were standing there and at that moment the fridge door flung open and uh, a jug of milk l- apparently, according by to everybody that there, levitated out poured over her head which obviously freaked everybody out she'd gone upstairs screaming and shouting 
some gloves appeared that actually turned out to be her gloves. Um, as they appeared to her in the in the uh, bedroom, she started to uh, um, sing some Christian songs to try and scare these these sort of disembodied gloves away from her. And as she was singing, they started <laughs> jumping about <laughs> like a uh, like a, con- a like a conductor. Cool man. Yeah, it's it's a very peculiar case that it's um. I mean, the problem with these things is, like a lot of things we try and um, cover, we we try and stick to verifiable accounts, i.e. things with a paper trail, i.e. military or government or whatever. But like the ghost stories tend to be just people in the house. Yeah, there's no, there's no real. Um, you can't, con- you can't. There's only one which has sort of got researchers that we'll talk about in a bit, which, which. Sounds like it could be more real, but it also sounds mental because of how much shit went on there. Uh, um, yeah, but the ghost stories, I'd like to say I believe them, but I, I don't because it, I, it's 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 just it's people's accounts. It's like me saying I, I saw um, a floating cat yesterday, yeah, and so did you, Tom, didn't you? I fucking prove it, and you go, yeah, I did, yeah, I saw it with him. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it must be true, but it's not, is it? You know what I mean? Well, the only thing that you can verify from that was people did claim that they could see the, the house glowing. From there the might distance. be mental things going on, but it, there's, there's, it's not going to be a poltergeist. I see it. I would call bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling more likely bullshit. But yeah. I'm not going to say nothing is real no. and nothing is, is. If something happened, right? It's something logical, but freaky. Yeah, has happened. But, but I'm with you on that count. Yeah, I, I call bullshit on that. I'm saying, let me see it. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like you say, with most ghost stories, um, it's it's always as well with with ghost stories. It's always sort of either some creepy big mansion manor house or a completely dilapidated building, that's which I always point. find qu- quite strange. It's like it's like what do ghosts like to hang out? But in not there? in this case, was it? No, this, this is one's a council, council house. house yeah. yeah, it was just a normal, regular nineteen forties council house or something. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say with that one. <sighs> Probably I'm bullshit. calling bullshit. Probably bullshit. We still talk it, but we'll talk about it and stuff. But like you're saying, we always yeah, try man. and get the most um, um, logical and best information we can. You yeah, know what I mean from to. government and stuff. But um, sometimes you hear stories and you think we've got to talk about it because it's it's just there. It's interesting. It's you know alley, yeah. but it's fucking mental. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. So that was number six. Um, now number seven. We just talked about UFOs, uh, what they were, and do they exist? Basically. Well. Um, you, that episode, because we we, ba- we did we did an episode on UFOs as a, a, like a, a brief explanation of the subject, and we also did alien abduction, and we've also done uh, what else did we do? Uh, one on the Skinwalker Ranch, which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. So this episode was just a brief explanation of of, of UFOs. Do they exist? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. Well, if you go with the, the word an unidentified flying object, then yes. If I threw a ball of cheese at you and you didn't know what it was, yeah, yeah. and it was flying, you'd go, oh, don't, what is that? <laughs> a it ball appears of to cheese. Be f- is it flying? No, it appears to be. Can you identify it? Not, no. Not at this moment. Is it an object? Yes. Well, you got yourself a UFO. Yeah. yeah. You've got yourself. So they do exist. And people that say they don't exist are wrong. You, you're just flat wrong because the term UFO is a military term. Yeah, it was made it doesn't by mean, the US Air Force. It doesn't Force. mean aliens. No, it doesn't. It and that's what that's the thing is people seem to think UFO literally means alien. It could be a, it could be a missile. It could be a, a fucking firework. It could be, I don't know, a fucking spear being thrown by someone just yeah. through the sky and you see it and you go, fuck, what was that? And then yeah. suddenly it's gone and then it's an unidentified flying object. 
I think one of the cool cases in that that we spoke about was a geezer, I think he was in Brazil, in a light aircraft, a single-engine aircraft. He was by himself, and he saw what looked like a... It sounds fucking crazy, but this is what we talk about. A, sort of like a, a... I think it was like a brownish pyramid thing in the sky that had, like, green globules on the side that looked oh like yeah. portholes, and he said it was huge. It was caught on radar. He had visual sightings. He was speaking to the people at ground control. They actually sent him over. He said, I'll take a closer look. He flew around it, and um, he said, the top of this this pyramid thing flicked fucking open, where the point is, if you can imagine, like a pyramid. The point just flipped over to one side or sank in, can't fucking remember, whatever it did, and out of it came a disc on its side. It came up above the, the actual, the, the main sort of pyramid craft, Oh, I remember this Flattened now, yeah. off and then went... Boom, just a big fuck, wasn't it? The yeah, one? And just shot off. You look like you made an amazing sound effect then at the same did, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did, yeah. It was like that fight you did before. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, man, UFOs do exist. What are they? I don't fucking know. Um, are they... Are they... Are they alien? I don't know. Are they craft from elsewhere? I'm going to say fucking yes, because the military don't know and they openly admit, if you look yeah. at their documents, they openly admit that these things exist and they don't know what the fuck they are. They just I say they pose no threat to national security. I, I could, if, you, if you're going to go into it as in, as in um, aliens and all, add that to it all, I'd uh, say there's probably an 80% chance because it's how I see it. We talked about it in an episode. Why would they come down to us if we're fucking thick? Then why do we, why do we look at frogs and beetles still? Yeah, if yeah. that's the case. It's the same shit. It is. They're, they're, basi- they're, they're just basically, you know, just looking at us, keeping control. We're well, not keeping control, um, keeping an eye on what our development. Yeah, they're so not going to... I, 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 I could believe that there are aliens because think how big the fucking universe well, or I universes are because yeah, it's, it's nuts. I don't even think There's that. no way. There's no way there's just us. No, it's not. It's not there's well, no way. It is possible, but it's very fucking yeah. unlikely. It's. I think no way, mate. I, I don't. Think, I think intelligence-wise, obviously we we are pretty intelligent because we're obviously well we're talking on a fucking some mental fucking microphone which is broadcasting to loads of people, right? So that f- shows you we've got some sort of intelligence. Now, <laughs> but you listen to what we're talking yeah, about. You're they, like, they the they fuck, could, these yeah, dudes it, are fucking yeah. stupid. <laughs> what the fuck are these cunts talking about? <laughs> but um, you can, you'll have planets which will probably just fucking um, literally like bacteria, and you'll probably have other intelligence places. So it's you know. It's 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 one of them. You've just got to you've just got to take in the 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 size of everything, well, and assume that there's more. If there's something stupid like what would they say? Something like fifty billion stars in our galaxy, or something like that. probably like more. Five hundred five hundred uh, m- uh, million. No, I can't fucking remember. But it's something ridiculous, and that's just one galaxy, right? And then you go to different, you know, different galaxies. As far as we can see, there's just galaxies. I just cannot, I cannot just see. But um, my opinion on this subject is slightly, it has changed slightly. I initially thought, okay, fucking right, okay, UFOs are real. We know they are real. What are they? I don't fucking know. I don't don't know. They're identified. They are real. I don't know. If the military can, if the military are confused as to what these things are. They come into our airspace, they fuck about and they go away, which they do, and there are documents. If you don't, you know, believe us, look, it, it, it happens. Wh- where are they? Who are they? And what do they want? And where do they come from? They might I, not I want don't anything. Thi- I don't think, if, if it is a real thing, if, if it's real, and it is what we think it is, it's something from somewhere else, 
I don't think personally that this is something from uh, uh, another star system. I, I really don't. I really don't. The most logic. I mean, I say fucking logical. We're talking about fucking mad aliens. Well, I d- think just say you said right. Fifty million. Fifty million. Even though it's going to be more. I than think that, it's five hundred. Five hundred million. Five hundred million. Yeah. Okay, right in this galaxy, right. Like you were saying earlier on about um, the other podcast we're doing, um, there's so many nukes, right? Um, there's a bound to be a mistake. It's the same in that respect towards being life on other planets, which are intelligent. Yeah, yeah it's out there. We just don't fucking know. We can't. Be. The problem is we, we can't get to them, and either they can or they can't, and we're just we're just because we're intelligent. We're just we're just. Well, the way I equate Thinking it in about my it mind, happening. the way I equate it in my mind, it's as simple as this. Yeah. S- simple as this. If we are capable with um, the Kepler Space Telescope and the um, uh, the fucking space telescopes that we're putting up now, was it, was it Webster or Web Webber James Webb, the way the James Webb Space Telescope? Yeah, we're about to start looking through atmospheric spectroscopy I think where we look at nice. l- the sunlight or, or light reflecting through atmospheres onto our lens where we can discern what gases are present within an atmosphere of another of an alien world and we can tell whether there's oxygen we can tell whether there's industrial processes happening you know if there's big spikes in carbon um, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we can we can start to see um, signatures that relates to our atmosphere. If we can do that now, I guarantee you that somebody has already done it to us. Yeah. If we are saying, look at us, we can look at the star systems, we can examine other planets, someone's already done it to us. Yeah. So at the very least, if they're out there, they know we're here. You've got to remember, we're, we're on the edge of the galaxy, right? Um, now, how I see how galaxies work, you're basically getting sucked in, right? Uh, all so thrown we're, out. We're, yeah, all thrown out, but it's, it's, it's the way it goes. It goes inwards, right? I I see us as species of whatever we are, right? As very early, I mean, literally just born, right? And the people, fur- if there's anything which is um, further ahead into it, they're going to be more intelligent than us because they've been there longer and they've gone through yeah, the absolutely. process longer. Well, yeah. It's 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 UFOs, real as fuck. Yeah, uh, the the I agree. Yeah, w- where they're from, what they want, I don't know, but they're real as fuck. Yeah, there's there's got to be something else out there, and some other intelligence. There's real got to fuck, be. Yo. Um, if they've been here, then they have. If they haven't, they haven't. But still, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they know we're here. I'm yeah. sure. Right. Okay. So number eight is reincarnation. Rein fucking carnation. Right. I, I'm going to call this straight out. Really? Bullshit. Right, okay. Do you remember what we talked about in the Yes, episode? I do, yeah, the kid. But still... How does I it... How can you explain that? Explain what... Explain Explain the story so people understand. Okay, so the, sto- the story was basically um, uh, a boy um, started saying stuff to his old man. James Leninger or something? I can't remember. I can't remember the names. I, I can't remember your name. That's how bad my memory is. Um, but I remember the story was along the lines that um, he... Was saying stuff that his granddad was saying as well, um, which he thought was a bit odd or something, and then um, something propped up and he, he I, I can't remember it fully to be what, honest. But what what, what he essentially um, what the, the the story that we covered within this ep- in this show was a child uh, in America 
was having very traumatic dreams where he thought he was on fire. Ah, that's the pilot thing, he, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah sorry. He, it's he, kicking in now. He was going through the motions of putting helmets on and nobody knew what he was actually doing. He would just do this sort of fucking hand motion as if he's putting... A, imagine I'm trying to put a helmet on. And, he, and no one understood what it was and, and he was really, really traumatised. Um, he started to say the word Natoma. And yeah, plane names yeah, and uh, stuff. It essentially, well. it, 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 they found out that through him talking, he was like two or three at the time, that... He was referring to a U.S. Um, USS um, the, 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 the Natoma, basically, yeah. that had, had sank in... No, it hadn't sank. He was shot down, essentially, um, whilst trying to land in World War Two on the USS Natoma. Yes, yeah, so he came out with names, didn't it? Well, he, um, he, knew the, he knew his name. He knew the uh, wingman. He Larson, knew where was it? it was yeah, it, it was Larson. Larson. He yeah. knew where it had happened. He, uh, he, w- he was essentially reciting a story of a man that died in 19-fucking-44, whatever it was. This is coming out of a fucking two-year-old that couldn't have known it even occurred. Problem is, mate, this is how I see it. I call bullshit straight away, right? Because How could he have known? Well, uh, how how do you know that he he his parents just didn't say that? True. Exactly the same as the aliens. You could uh, not the aliens, the um, ghosts. Very true. You could just say that they're basically um, they've just two, three people have gone. Yeah, we we saw a pint of milk fly out of the fridge and pour on someone. Right. What about the other the other um, s- uh, story where in that episode where there was a kid? I'm not saying I believe it or not. I'm just trying to relate. Another another parents calling bullshit, mate. Well. Yeah, what about that kid that said he was murdered and he had a fucking birthmark on his fucking head or wherever it was and he said, oh yeah, I was killed by an axe. And they were like, what? That's a fucking extreme thing to say for a two-year-old. He's like, yeah, they f- killed me here and the geese that killed me was in this fucking neighbourhood and they went to the neighbourhood and it was real and then they fucking found, his, they found the actual murder weapon and these little kid's telling them they started to believe him and then... He said, the geese that killed me was fucking fucking John Doe down the road. And they went down the road and found the geezer who crumbled under fucking could, could scrutiny. Yeah. And, and they actually got him for murder. They dug the bones out of the ground and the weapon that killed the person that was buried because of what a fucking two-year-old or three-year-old had told them. Yeah, but that, can you say that about a psychic, sir? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's real. Yeah, people I'm who claim to be psychics, you could say that basically he's saying this. Because yeah, most likely is. That's how I see it. Anyway, uh, you know, my, I, I, I just can't see how you can have a memory of someone else. It's I just it's impossible. Well, we spoke about gene memory in that at the beginning, which was uh, cause, uh, I know it sounds fucking crazy. Gene memory, I, 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 I can I can believe in gene memory, right? But that's not between families. That's a genetic human race thing uh, well, no, there's certain things like phobias you know people who are scared of spiders and all that um, I, I think that's a gene thing rather than a, yes, a phobia it is. I, I think that's 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 been developed in them through the, through the genes it's like electrocute though. I can't remember the exact experiment but they they'd um, I think it was mice or, or chicks and they would yeah. they would electrocute them give them a smell and, and zap them give them a smell, zap them. They just kept doing that. Then nice. they stopped. And then like further on down the line, like three or four generations later, whenever the, the offspring were exposed to this new smell that they'd never been exposed to before, yeah. they would have really, really violent uh, defensive reflexes kick in because they, they knew that they were going to be electrocuted, yeah. even though they'd never even 
experience that type of pain. So gene memory, I'm not saying that that's fucking complete evolution. That just makes sense. Oh yeah, that it does. Well, you, so you, you, have, you have turtles. They get born on fucking land, and they go. They bolt as soon as they're born straight to sea. So yeah. don't they fucking know they're born on land? So you know what I mean? They, in theory, you should think, well, I'm a land something on land. But no, they're fucking straight to sea. And well, that's that, it. that was the angle that we came from in this episode. That it's it's, it's entirely possible that the um, that this is a case of gene memory. That they're just remembering something that I don't think. I agree, but I don't think you could remember something that you, like your granddad or something yeah, happened. I I I just think certain evolutional things, like you say, um, phobias. You you know you you know how to breathe. You're born. You know how to breathe. It's, you know it's just. Yeah. I think it's just one of them. But memory wise, no, I don't think that's possible. I'm gonna say probably edging towards bullshit on that. Yeah, I'm gonna say bullshit. I reckon I reckon bullshit. I think a lot of the stories which actually came out um, are from the family, rather you know just to try and get money or do something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Simple as you yeah. hear it quite a lot, don't yeah. you? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was I was reading a story today which got me angry actually, really angry. Um, um, a, a Muslim person right was basically. Now, are you no, saying you hate Muslims? Right? No, no, no. This Jesus Christ, man! You got to clear no, that up, no, man. This is broadcasting no, the world. No, no, this this is um, this, it's not a racist thing at all. It's just a case. We're not racist, by the way. It's just a case. Um, not because we need it's to, to do with basically. The reason why I bring up Muslim is because it was to do with pork, right? Um, the food. Um, now the food or the animal. The food. <laughs> the food. <laughs> the animal pork. Good on you know the pork. Oh, nice pork running around there. <laughs> now, um, basically, um, the fella um, is in America, which doesn't surprise me when it gets a bit out of proportion here. Um, went to a pizza joint, got himself um, a pizza, a halal pizza. Apparently, obviously, there's been some sort of mistake and problems, right? Which it happens. We we talk about it, right? It does happen, it is, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, he said he got um, some halal um, uh, pepperoni pizza and there's pork on it, right? Okay, big fuck-up. Big fuck-up, that yeah, is, right? absolutely. Absolutely big fuck-up. Yeah. Um, he was claiming uh, some compensation. Guess how much he wanted? How much? Guess. Do it in English pounds. All right. Um, well, now, I automatically think you're going to go fucking well high, so I'm going to go 750 fucking quid. <laughs> yeah, you're very well well, well well away from that. 90 million. What? He went to have a pizza. Um, Nine, no, did I hear you right? 90 million. 90 million pounds he's claiming, fucking right? Idiot. And the thing is, right, on his on his the little thing I was reading, because I was reading through it thinking, fucking hell, how, how can you try and claim 90 million? Okay, I know it's against um, their religion and there's been a big fuck up somewhere, right? There's been a big fuck up. Oh, yeah, that's bad, right? man. And if, that's, if yeah. your religious view say, yeah. you, and you trust someone not to feed you shit that you can't eat and then they feed it you, then yeah, you should yeah. be pissed off. Yeah. Absolutely. But not With 90 million pound pissed off. What about people that had a... Um, mate, mate, if, if someone fed me a truck full of dog shit for 90 <laughs> million, then then uh, if someone said, right, eat this truck full of dog shit, right, for 20 million quid, I'd do it. Listen... Right. What about the fucking horse meat scandal? Where it was like we had yeah. like in England, we, we like there was a, a case where um, so they, they started testing like lasagna, and it was beef lasagna, and it started it had fuckloads of horse meat in it. Can Can I just go back though a second because I was reading through it right, and it said I can't remember his name. I'm not going to say his name because I probably end up getting sued myself for the way he's you know suing for <laughs> eating pork. A um, pounds. Um, basically, um, he said that he worked in a pizza joint and he knew it was pork. Why the fuck did you eat it then? Yeah. 
Shush, mate. He knew it was pork. He's even said, I knew it was pork. I've worked in pizza joints. I knew it was pork. And he ate it. Well, it's his fucking own problem. But yeah, it's it's. I, I just I just think it's things people do. I think it's a bit of out of proportion. You know what I mean? Now there's been a there has been a fuck up there, right? Um, now okay, it, it is really bad. Um, for 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 the person right who's involved, but is it ninety million pounds worth if it's just food? <laughs> no, it's not. Do you know Can't what I mean? Ninety million. Is it? It's just food. It's. I know. I know. I know. It's against people's religions, and I know it sounds bad for of a. Well, that's um, what I said about the horse. But it's, it's. It's. It's not like it's like cutting million. your arm off. You know what I mean, or anything like that. It's not ninety million. No, it's not ninety million. Be quiet. Yeah. Right. So the next one then. Um. What? What? what was reincarnation. We were doing them. Yeah. Um. How do we get onto the pizzas from that? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. Okay. So number nine. We're on to a Skinwalker Ranch. Real as fuck, straight away. This is this is this is I'd say probably be my second favorite one we've done. Number one for me, I thought it was fucking just because the uh, the the amount of um, uh, it's just mentalness. Yeah, it's fucking so crazy, man. I, I I I I really hope it's real. I really do. No, it is. It is. Yeah. that's what happened. It yeah. is real. But what what it means? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, whatever it is. I'd like to know. Um, okay, portholes opening in the sky, creatures yeah. crawling yeah, through. Yeah, like wolves, which were massive, um, eating, well, just biting um, livestock, and you had all sorts of weird, you had little, little, little like, weird like pig frog things running across the ground. <laughs> you had little things talking from the sky that they couldn't see. Disembodied voices. Yeah, you had like weird like like cigar floating things in cars, good little burp there. There <laughs> <laughs> was all sorts of mental shit going on there, wasn't there? Yeah, it was... Um, that, that that's real as fuck, man. It was all a research w- uh, by a scientific group called NIDS, who um, uh, NIDS was set up by a geezer called Robert Bigelow. Robert Bigelow is a billionaire real estate mogul, and he bought the ranch because the family there were being plagued by fucking it appeared to be portholes in the sky, UFOs, poltergeists, weird creatures. You name it, it happened. Who is Robert Bigelow? He's not a crackpot. He currently has inflatable habitat modules connected to the International Space Station. He's not a fucking idiot. He bought this place and it went into fucking total lockdown after that. Well, no one knows what fucking came out of it. They were seeing all sorts of crazy shit. It's like Stranger Things meets Close Encounters of the Third Kind meets fucking Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking complete carnage. It, nuts. It was fucking nuts. And I didn't even scrape the surface on what was going on that. And I'm going to say... Real as fuck. I don't know what it means. I don't yeah. know what's going on, but real. Put it this way. There's so much stories that's come out of there. There's got to be something real or something strange going on I to say it's real. I think this this is... Shit being moved. They would move stuff, wouldn't they? And then it would be moved back and stuff. And all I this. reckon this is part and part. The same the same thing that is the Foo Fighters. The same phenomenon what that um, that is affecting this ranch in Utah is what was seen during World War II. I right. reckon it's food. I reckon it's the same thing. I reckon yeah. it might be the, even the... Fu- and how crazy is this yeah. sound? But it might be even be the Earth fucking being conscious and checking us out. I don't know, man, but some crazy ding, ding, shit went down. fucking dark here, man. <laughs> Get some mushrooms in us that'll fucking make <laughs> us see some other shit, man. Real as fuck. Yeah, real as fuck. I, 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 something's happened for the for the shit to happen, so I agree. So that was episode nine of Skinwalker Ranch. Now, episode ten. So I've gone from my second favourite straight to my first. Really? Yeah, and the reason is... Because I, I could not believe what this fella done. 
and that's Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, this is where this, I this, really started to figure out this, that this, people are crazy. This fella was different league, wasn't he? He was different league, this and, fella. And it's also around this time that I realised that we had a lot of and, murder uh, fans. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be, it seems, I think it probably is our favourite, well, our fans' favourite, the murder ones, isn't it? It seems to pull in more people, doesn't it? The, the topic of serial killers, This, like I said, this is when I realised that... Um, uh, our fans, our, our fans, <clears throat> people that listen to it regularly, should I say, um, like serial killers. Yeah. Because we had a lot of um, requests regarding... Pe- people who were talking to us liked the old serial killers and yeah. uh, and um, they were giving us recommendations and, and things to look into, which we'll go into one in a bit anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it... Dharma fucking biting cocks off, man. This this geezer was different league. Now I know I know it sounds mental because dead Ted Bundy, dead Bundy, dead Bundy, Ted Bundy. Bundy. I mean, he's dead Bundy. Um, was digging at bodies and fucking them again, right? Okay, that's pretty pretty fucking bad, right? But this fella was cutting off cocks, eating cocks, injecting acid into people's heads. He was trying to make um, a DIY zombie, yeah. sex zombie. This 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 fella was different league. This uh, uh boiling he was boiling heads. He was. He was doing all sorts of shit, this fellow, wasn't he? Mm. He he was he he was absolutely fucking off his rocker. Yeah, um, he was fucking nuts, man. And there was a lot of when we stopped. We, I think we, the the next murder episode we did was um, Dennis Nilsson, and there was there's so many similarities. Yes, between him, them, and th- him him and Dharma. Exactly. He yeah. he is the British version of Dharma. Definitely. That's how I see it. I reckon Nilsson was hardcore. He was worse. But we'll get on to him in a minute. Yeah. But fucking Dharma. D- Dharma and Nilsson in a fight. Who would win? Uh, and Bundy. Oh, Three-way fight. Can you imagine that? Tag team. You can't have Fred and Rose West because there's two of them there. It's not fair. Um, I'll tell you who'd win. Bundy. The reason why Bundy would win is because um, Dharma and Nilsson like to strangle. Right. He, Bundy could bludgeon. Yeah. It it'd win. It'd yeah. win by just brute force. Yes, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dharma and and Nilsson like like the the one technique really didn't they? Quite a lot of the one technique. Oh yeah, they killing. adopted a fa- get them well, pissed, well, strangle them to Bundy, death. Bundy Bundy could him. hit him with rocks. He could. It, it, to be honest, I think he did. I think a lot of his murders were bludgeoned. Well, the difference was Bundy was uh, was raping women. And uh, Dharma and Nilsson were raping men. Okay, so men are much stronger. So if they were all in a fight, sorry, but they are. If all three of them were in a fight, right, and there was more beer falling over there, um, if all three of them were in a fight and there was no weapons, they had to use fists. Who would win? You still going with Bundy? Yeah, Bundy. Do you think he was sitting there going "fuck you" and his face is just pounded and exploding everywhere? Uh, let me think about it a bit harder. So all it takes, if one of these has got skills to get you in a fucking headlock or stranglehold, Nilsson was in the army. Yeah, that's true. So, was Dharma Sh- Dharma was as well, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, yeah. Oh, I don't know, mate. It's a tricky. It's a could, tricky could one. Could Bundy be the favourite, but really not? Could Could he be the least favourite because he wasn't smashed in, yeah. in round one? Yeah, decked. Yeah, and you got fucking two military people fighting it out. So real as fuck straight away. That was a, a brutal episode. That yeah. was uh, that, that was, was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, wasn't it, Jeffrey Dharma? It was um, cockmunch and crazy <laughs> person. It's just insane. He had people in barrels in his rooms upstairs. He had people in his room just like like under the bed. He had heads. He had he used to paint them. Um, I can't remember what color it was. Silver was it? No. He was gonna have a shrine of bodies. Yeah, he wanted a shrine of bodies. Um, he he had cocks in jars. This this fella had a lot on display. Basically, if he had a, if 
he could probably open up some mental museum with the stuff he had. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He could tell a few tales down the pub. Right, the next one is one that I wasn't there for. What's that one? Right. The Mothman. The Mothman. Um, real as fuck. Yeah. Real as fuck. There was a lot of, lot of shit happening that, didn't you? The right, main reason, we'll skim over this one because you weren't on it and I no, don't want it. No, it doesn't matter. I, 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 I still listen to it. So Rob, still Rob was... W- you were working, but I think you got back from work, but we'd already sorted it out and, like, you couldn't... Like, it was already done, wasn't it? You could have done the episode, I ca- I but... I can't remember. Oh, I can't it remember. But Hannah stepped in for the first time, done a good job, and uh, we did The Mothman. The reason why I say The Mothman is... is uh, the Mothman, basically, is... It was in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I think it was 1967. They started to get loads of really strange accounts of a winged creature with glowing red eyes that gave people conjunctivitis if it stared at them too long. Fuck it up. It appeared uh, there was like men in black encounters. There were UFOs. It seemed to be some sort of omen of bad luck. And... um, it culminated 13 months to the day after it started um, with the, the collapse of a bridge that killed 46 people, I believe. Um, the reason why I'm saying real is because it was seen by so many people over such a long period of time. Over such a distance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this thing was a weird fucking... It's, it's not something like I, I saw it and my mate James saw it and my other mate Fred saw it. The people who didn't even know each other saw it. Yeah, Mothman, real as fuck. Check it out. Real as fuck, man. Real as fuck. 100% real. Right, okay, next one. Um, this one was a bit of a, a bit of a, a random one. This was uh, when we were close to some sort of nuclear... Uh, uh, fucking explosion from a uh, uh, no, nice little Kim. Yeah, um, yeah. So this one we talked about uh, United Airlines, uh, King John Un, uh, Trump, and what else did we do? Uh, um, I believe impending nuclear and disaster. some ghost. Are we back wanging some ghost stories? Yeah, we as did. Well. Yeah, we checked in a few ghost stories in it. Well, it? obviously, um, we're not dead from nuclear attack. No, Kim, Kim was lying again, being yeah. thrown his little fucking shitty toys out the pram as Sa- he does. Saber rattling. Uh, I'm going to bum you. I'm going to bum you. <laughs> not bum you. Bum you. <laughs> so it was more like a sort of, not a current affair. Could we call it current affairs? <laughs> I suppose we probably, well, current I suppose affairs. we still could. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's, it, it was big enough for, for it to, to, to stay in the public eye and they're still watching them, aren't they? So I suppose it is current affairs. They've well, still got a fucking, fucking massive boats outside going, fuck you, North Korea. So that, that one was like, um, yeah, is is an attack possible? Is it attack? Is an attack probable? Yes and yes. Um, we discussed that, and then we basically went on to some ghost stories, which are as me and Robert just discussed with the Black Monk of Pontefract. Yeah, sort of, maybe I don't know. You need you need you need a a, a, a really reliable source to yeah. actually believe it. So don't that, you? that episode was was quite, it was a bit of fun. It wasn't like our usual ones, but that was a bit of we fun. Had, we had a bit of a news week, didn't we? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. because. Of Obviously, there was quite a lot going on, and it was quite because it was nuclear. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Uh, you had a, quite a lot to talk about. So the ghost stories were sort of just a, an yeah. added bonus at the end, really. Check they? out the slam. <laughs> yeah. Check out the slamming door at that school. Yeah, man, that's on the Facebook page. That was a fucking freaky. Yeah, that video. was fucking freaky. Yeah. In that little fucking void yeah, thing, yeah, or whatever yeah, it is. That was fucking mental. Fucking fire void or whatever it was. Yeah, like a riser. Yeah, that's it. The riser. Fuck it, it, it was nuts. Right, the next one was pretty brutal, actually. Uh, this is uh, episode fourteen. This one wasn't nice at all, and it happened. You know, what I mean, it really happened. And uh, uh, this was the uh, 
Nazi human experiment one. Oh, mate, crack, crack. I'm going to go and have a wee-wee. You need a wee? Okay. All right, so this one, basically what happened was we were talking about uh, some doctors from uh, the Nazi Germany that basically came in um, with Hitler, obviously, and basically just fucked everyone over. Basically, they they got um, uh, Jews, people they didn't like, people disabled, uh, um, gay people. They'd either kill them or they'd basically just put them to torture, basically. And they'd do all sorts of mental experiments with them. Um, they had some twins on there, um, which basically what they'd done to the twins is they 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 used to experiment more on twins because they... Because they were basically the same, they could try and get different results out of it or even see how twins react differently. And they used to tie, they used to sew twins together and do all sorts of mental shit with them. Um, they also used to do a lot of experiments on children. Now, the, these children, obviously, completely fucking shocked at what's going on because they've been put in a camp, they're starving, they're fucking tired. And all they want to do is basically fucking live a normal life like everyone else, but they haven't been given any chance. They've been fucking locked up and they've been experimented on. And you've got these, all these kids basically getting fucking battered, getting battered by these uh, German doctors, cutting them up, doing all sorts of mental shit, putting fucking all sorts into them, fucking cutting muscles out of them. It, it was it's horrific. It was it horrific, wasn't it? it was well, it was... I mean, I don't know what you, you were saying before because I was having a piss. Yeah. But... Um, it was one that we didn't know whether we should cover it because we we try and have a bit of fun, take the piss, and this is not one. This is one you can't have fun. No. On. But, but yeah, it's it's really important that um, if people are listening, if there's an audience, then you you understand what actually fucking happened. Yeah, it was it was. Um, you can forget it quite easily. You know, books are books, but unless you read or find the, the horrible details you don't understand the depths that people really go to yeah I was, just, I was just talking about the twins I used to do operations on twins yeah. operations experiments on twins scientific investigation and they used to do it just to see how each one would react sort of thing as well see if they react differently and they'd just sew them together and do all sorts of well, stupid things and you're thinking yeah inject their eyes with different colours well, I, I didn't say that one yeah, but they, yeah they did they injected um, eyeballs with various coloured dyes to see if they could change you used to experiment yeah. loads on kids and you know it's it's, it's just it's Pure and utter evil. That's Hy what it hypothermia is. Hypothermia experiments where they would put you in freezing cold ice baths for, um, you know, in some instances, you know, two, three hours. And then they w when they'd, they'd take these poor souls out and, and then reheat them by just, I mean, one assistant said that they'd just kick them into Boil vats of boiling yeah. water to reheat them. Um, you know, malaria experiments, poisoned teeth on dogs. You know, they'd send you running across a field and set dogs on you. You've literally said all the other ones that I didn't. Yeah, so yeah, it's so. like we've covered everything without you even knowing. Yeah, let's get off this one. It's a bit grim. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a very nice one, right? Check Number fifteen. Out, this one, this one was quite a good one. I quite liked it, uh, especially the one, the story near the end. It, 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 I found it quite, quite like what the fuck? Um, alien abductions. Fucking yes, alien abduction. Well. Um, if you, this is the thing, this is what I was saying before. If you are open to the possibility that humanity and the earth ha has been visited 
by something, whether it be from another star system or another dimension or wherever the fuck it is. Now, how, I mean, how, firstly, how can you be sure that's occurred? You can't be sure, but what you can do is you can look at, I suppose, the most trusted, inverted commas, sources. The military. You know, you can't look at Farmer Giles, who's got a chicken, and he's fucking said an alien fingered him because all right, it might well have done, yeah. But there's no evidence. No. But if you look at <laughs> if, you, if you look if you look at a um, uh, you know uh, a, a fighter jet being scrambled to chase an object which is penetrating uh, airspace over a country which is you know has nuclear weapons, this is a, this is a, a massive deal. Now, when this occurs, there's a paper trial. They don't just do it and forget about it. So these these accounts happen. Yeah. We, we do scramble jets to investigate things that come into our uh, into our airspace. So so w- what are they? Let, okay, so this happens. What 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 are they? And when there are um, really not really many explanations to what it could be, um, you start because no, nobody really knows what these things are. Yeah. But yet it does occur quite regularly. You have to start asking questions like, well, what could it be then? Yeah. What could it be? It well, doesn't appear to be anything. The, w- the one story I liked was, I can't remember if it was uh, on the alien abductions, was the, I couldn't remember if it was three or four people, um, but one of them, um, basically it was a, a giant egg, gold egg-shaped object in the sky, and they saw it and they went over to it, and well, one of them went over to it, and it fucking zapped him with something, yeah. and they fucked off. And um, he went. He woke up in the ship. He'd been gone for four or five days or yeah, something like that. Travis Walton. Yeah. And um, he basically fucking fought his way out. And they went fuck this. The aliens were too small to fight back, and just went fucking go on, mate, go. Yeah. And um, some geezers in suits basically picked him up and humans. Yeah. I thought that was a fucking mental story. That one. Yeah, that was a, a brief explanation of that. It was it was a login group? Some lumberjacks were out in I can't remember where they were. Arizona, Snowflake, Arizona. So I can remember. I just couldn't remember it yeah, until at I the said time, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until, until I uh, jogged your memory of yeah. the story a little bit. Snowflake Arizona, they were a logging company out. The good thing is I know one half of, of the story and you know the other, so <laughs> <laughs> it works out well. You cle- know more the detail, I know the basic. They were, cle- <laughs> they were clearing scrubland and forest paths to avoid any potential uh, fires that could occur naturally. Um, they were working long, hard days, and they were out in the middle of nowhere. And on the way home, uh, ju- uh, I think it was night time, definitely was night time. They were driving back through the forest, very r- remote, no real roads. It was a road that was carved through a forest. And they started to see what they thought was um, potentially a downed light aircraft. Yeah, That's what they thought it was, hanging in a tree. Uh, and as they moved close, because bear in mind, if you're in the woods in the complete pitch blackness, yeah, you, you know any any form of light is going to draw your eye. So they moved towards it, and as they got closer, they could see it, uh, and it was um, a, a golden disc essentially, and it was um, just hanging there in the sky, b- blasting out light low down below the tree canopy. They parked the car up. They weren't sure what it was. One of the guys, Travis Walton, he got out. As he approached it, apparently it started to os- like wobble like a spinning top. Um, and there was a big sound, large sound, like a discharge of electricity, 
which seemed to strike him and blow him to the ground, which obviously scared the fuck out of everybody because they're just they looking at this bailed, fucking thing. They, yeah. they all bailed and went away thinking he was dead. Um, they I tried went, to come back, didn't they? They came back. They did come back. And, and he went, wasn't there. And he was wasn't it? there. And he was gone for five fucking days. They went through lie detectors. They were accused of murder. They were doing absolutely everything they possibly could to to prove that what they were saying was the truth. They didn't divert on this story. Five days later, Travis Walton appears in a um, gas station and he had five days' worth of growth on his on his beard. Um, he was scared as fuck. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. He thought he'd only if been that, gone a couple that, of hours. If that happened to you, you would be scared as fucking fuck, wouldn't you? Yeah, so. he, he thought he'd only been gone a couple of hours, but he'd been gone a week. Um, it was completely fucking crazy. It was a massive deal in the press because they suspected that these lumberjacks coming out of the forest had had a row with him and killed him. They thought it was a murder case, yeah. but it actually wasn't. And it, the, 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 the press are loving the fact that uh, we can follow these guys and they're saying it's an alien yeah, abduction yeah. case and really yeah. they've murdered him. But actually, he it was appeared the fucking opposite oh, way fuck around. Yeah, yeah. And when he did appear, he just maintained his case and he maintains it to this day. And there's even been instances where couple of the guys who were in the logging crew who are completely skinned they've got no fucking money they're desperate skeptic groups have approached them and said listen just tell us it was a fake and we'll give you 10 grand and they're still not budging they're saying it's fucking real good on them if you know if, it, if it's happened then why why try and sell yourself out why what if it didn't happen and you're getting 10 grand you go oh, you dirty bastard it's weird as fuck but man. if it's real and someone's saying here's 10 grand to lie you go no and, and he encountered, like Rob was saying, he encountered, um, uh, he woke up in the craft, freaked the fuck out. Um, there were these weird bug-eyed little fuckers that were around him when he tried to beat the shit out of them, but nothing was heavy enough to whack them with. It was all very light. All the, the tools weren't very heavy. There was nothing to give any substantial force. Um, eventually, he claims that on this craft, a, a, what he, well, he, he, he describes it as being a regular human in yeah. a space suit, but, Backtrack slightly. The craft was in, in very, very hot, very humid, oh, yes, and yeah, impossible yeah. for him to live in. He said he was struggling. He was really, really hardcore. And then a geezer turns up in a fucking spacesuit inside this craft and just grabs him by the hand and leads, him, leads him through a hangar where there's discs. Armstrong and Purse Man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, he, all he remembers is being back on the fucking road. It's just one of them weird, weird things, man. That's it, man. Great. I fucking love a good it. One. That was a wicked story. I like that one. I did. Weird as fuck. It's one of them you, you build more into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Fucking hell, it's mental. Fire in the Sky. That was the film. Check yeah. it out. So so that was number 15, which was Alien Reduction. Now we're on 16. Back to the old murderers again. And this is the last murderer we've done, um, a British one, called Dennis Nilsson. And, and this, this was also a request, a first request uh, from Paul Sparrow. So... It's a very fucking good one, mate. This, yeah, it was really good. And this is the first time that we realised that everyone who listens to this likes um, stabbing people, chopping them up and eating dicks. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Burying them under floorboards, washing them. I'm not saying that you like eating dicks, Paul, but... Uh, <laughs> well, to be honest, we actually <laughs> think you were, you know, we were, you were Nilsson, weren't you? Did, yeah, I, I did saying. say, um, uh, I think that um, Dennis Nilsson... Well, Paul Sparrow is, is Dennis Nilsson. He said on Twitter, he goes, no, no, I can confirm <laughs> yeah. I am not Dennis Nilsson. Yeah. Really good suggestion. We yeah, really enjoyed doing that one. That was a proper that one, that one. Really dark. It's a bit weird, man. You know what I mean? Baffing the body. Uh, oh, yeah. The thing is, he's got the same tendencies as Dharma, but there's a few different ones there. And obviously, like the baffing the body, the lying in bed with him going, oh, you look really beautiful. 
even in the dead, and you're thinking, how freaky is it? It's like, it's like a start of a fucking crazy-ass horror snuff movie. How did he get rid of the body, Rob? He used to um, put him... Oh, he started off putting them in, in, under the uh, floorboards, in there. not um, He used to slice slice their insides out and fuck it off in bushes and stuff, and uh, fucking burn them, but have massive bonfires, in there. Yeah. Or he used to slice them up, um, when he, this is basically how he got caught. He used to slice them up into fucking little pieces, and flushing down the fucking bog, yeah. and obviously it got clogged up with fucking like, like schools, <laughs> whatever you know. What I mean? Human and they went, uh, some shit going on here. There's loads of fucking dead bodies yep. down there. Sort it out. That's and essentially that's what how happened. he was caught. He, yeah. he he was in a house that had a garden, and he would he would like basically do horrific things. That, just look at the episode. But he, he he'd kill people, and he, at one point he had. Half a dozen, half a dozen or so bodies under the floorboards. The point where they stinky said, dead bodies. He said fucking there was m- maggots. The fucking reeked. He said there was maggots and pupae crawling out the bodies. He drag them out. He's having to he, spray yeah. the house twice a day. It got so in, bad. In, in his little interview with the one pe- fella that he would talk to, he was, he was looking at him and talking. He was going, "So you cut in the blood everywhere." And uh, he was, uh, he was going, "The fuck are you talking about? No, it's not like the heart's beating. You just fucking put a black bag down." Fucking put them on it, slice them open, pull it out, chuck it in the black bag. Jobs are good, and that's what it was like. Like it was normal. Like it's like like p- you know peeling a fucking apple or yeah, fucking. Yeah, you yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking like, about? It's not blood, man. Yeah. The heart ain't beating. Yeah, but he, but what There's he used a spurt to do, everywhere. He used to because when he had a house, when he was in a house, he he would he could kill people and storm under the floorboards, and he had half a dozen people under his. Like, was like blokes everywhere, bits of bodies. There was maggots crawling out of eye sockets. And event, what he used to do is burn them in the garden, and he'd put tires on them to disguise the smell of the burning flesh. Um, he only did this because he was being evicted by his landlord, if I remember rightly. Um, and oh, well, 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 we do know in tenant agreements that if there's any dead, stinky bodies around, <laughs> you've got to burn them in the garden. He used to pulverize the bones after the, the flesh had been burnt off. When the police actually looked into the garden, there was thousands of fragments of bones everywhere. But you're not going to, you know, unless it's obviously a bone, you're yeah, not yeah. going to check it. So he then left that house and went to a flat. Um, Partly because he thought that when he was in the flat and he didn't have access to a garden, he wouldn't be able to store bodies because he had no floorboards so and shit. Less murders. Yeah, mean. yeah. That's, he was trying to curb his fucking maniac coming out, but essentially he just cracked on with the killings. Didn't work like Bundy. Remember Bundy done that? He fucked off and went, I can go there and I'll be completely yeah, safe yeah, if yeah. I don't do a murder. And then yeah. we went on like some free murder rampage yeah, up yeah, about yeah. a week later, didn't blew he? His fu- <laughs> blew his fucking top. Yeah. But, but what Nielsen did is, because he didn't have anywhere to dispose of the bodies, he didn't have a garden, he didn't have floorboards because it was a flat, he would um, chop them up and then just literally flush them down the fucking toilet and then the dro- the drains became blocked up. Geezer come to investigate the drains. They said it looked like fucking chicken when he lifted up the manhole. Pardon it me. was fucking what looked like... Fu- it, and Nielsen actually said to him, it looks like someone's been flushing their Kentucky Fried Chicken down the toilet. He wrote the letter, you know, yeah, as did, well. Yeah. He wrote the letter to uh, the landlords of the building flat or wherever it was, saying this is despicable, you need to get this sorted. It's quite Knowing well, full well that it's most likely going to be human remains, which is blocking it. Yeah. Well, so I think that was him signing himself off. I think he, he wanted to get caught by yeah, that point. Yeah, he did, he did, he did. He knew it was wrong and then... Obviously, the drain people came around, saw loads of fucking flesh down there, thought it was chicken, come back the next day to, with some industrial heavy gear to clean it all out, and it was completely spotless. Nielsen had fucking got it all out in the night because he realised his time was up. He, he backtracked, didn't he? He yeah. backtracked. He wanted, I think he wanted to get caught, and then I think he, once people realised and saw what was happening, he went, oh, I don't, you know what? I don't want to get caught now. 
The coppers suspected something was going down, stalked him out, waited for him to get home, went into his house when he came back, and they said, come on, mate, where's all the bodies? And he went, said, there's, there's one in the cupboard. A couple of bin bags in yeah. the cupboard, and there was, the bin bags were, f- like, black bin bags were filled with guts and shit. He was just fucking outrageous, man. Yeah. And in, in the in the um, police questioning area, um, I said, have you checked the rest of the house? Because there's fucking, this is what Nelson said, there's, there's, there's a body in the chest over there. You haven't looked in there yet. There's a body there, and there's a yeah. couple under the, the floorboards. You know, you're not doing a good job. And he used to get really pissed off, like uh, when the reports of the people who've been killed, um, um, who were killed. Obviously, they would be reckon 17th of May, someone was murdered. He'd yeah, get yeah, really yeah. pissed off and go, "No, no, it wasn't the 17th. It was the, I, I can distinct, distinctly remember it was the 18th." And he'd get really pissed off with little facts being wrong. Stick he loved. He loved. He loved. Yeah, he loved all himself in the press, basically. Check that one out. That was disturbing. That was a bit of a mental one. That, that was, was mental. Disturbing, man. That's uh, that's he uh, Bundy's my third favorite p- p- serial killer <laughs> after now. Yeah, I mean it's it's basically it's basically what Jeffrey Dahmer's my favorite because I think he was just fucking pretty brutal. I know his pretty simple tactic how he used to kill him with the old strangulation and all that, but he used to do fucking bad shit to him. And oh so, yeah, they all did, man. Yeah, Dennis did as Big D did, and obviously uh, Ted Bundy did as well. But it you know. Dharma had fucking people in acid in his, in his fucking house. Yeah, he was trying to dissolve people. He had fucking, yeah, just fucking barrels of acid in his house, but dissolving people. It's, fu- it's so fucking... So he could flush them down the fucking bog and, and stuff. This is what I was saying before. This is when I realised that, like, now, before, I used to walk around in public and look at people and think, ah, yeah, you might be a crazy person, but no big deal. But now I walk around and go, Jesus fucking Christ, do you bite cocks off and dissolve people <laughs> yeah, in yeah. acid? This right. is what you make this is us not, do. This is, yeah, this is something that someone's done. That's what's that. What freaks me out. Yeah, this is. It's you, like, you it sounds like it's a story, like like you know something on a movie. Yeah, but it happens. A movie cannot. It happens. T- get mo- used to it. A movie <laughs> cannot touch what these people no. have actually no. done. It, it really, it really happened. You know what I mean? It's as simple as that. It really happened. Fuck really big, fucking happened. Big demon. Right. So number seventeen. Um, I believe this is one that I wasn't here for as well. Again. Um, and this was near-death experiences. Near-death experiences. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I I haven't. I'll tell you now. I haven't listened to the episode, so I I literally can't contribute anything uh, to Hannah, this. Hannah stepped in to help us again. Episode eleven, Mothman, and she did um, near-death experience. Um, <sighs> the problem with near-death experience is it's very open-ended. It there's a lot of religious sort of connotations. Um, there are verifiable elements in some stories. Like you haven't listened to the episode, have you? No, I'm, I'm listening to it. Okay, rela- I'll relate one episode as best as I can. A geezer in uh, Russia called George. I can't remember his second name, so we'll call him Smirnoff. Now, hit Mr. Smirnoff. <laughs> hit Mr. Smirnoff. He was hit by a car and was killed. Immediately. And he was put in a mortuary, scraped up by the emergency services, banged in the morgue, um, and he was there for three days. He remembers being in total blackness. He remembers weird shit regarding, like, he could see the nature of reality. He could see particles whizzing around. He could see photons. He could see neutrons and electrons. He could see all this weird, crazy shit. He could see that everything was one. Um, when he became comfortable, essentially what he said was, I, 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 I couldn't find a happy place in this dark area. 
because black is is um, negative because it's all he could see was black. Yeah. Um, and he thought, well, what, if black is negative, what is what is a positive environment? It must be light. And as soon as he thought about light, everything illuminated, and he he was warm. Um, it's really, 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 really bizarre. But the reason why we 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 included this one is because there's some very fi- verifiable aspects. Whilst he was dead, he claimed, and he was dead. He was dead as far as we know because he was in a mortuary. But whilst he was dead, he claimed he could go anywhere in space and time, literally. Fucking hell. Literally. To the point where he saw his wife and his children mourning over his death and he went into his wife's mind and could see that she was trying to line up, not in a bad way, who she could hook up with next. Now, that sounds... Slag. No, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah, what no. said, but but no. But yeah. he said I saw it as what it was. She was as trying to protecting the family. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, she had his wife had hard time dealing with this because what he said to her, obviously to us, it could be anecdotal. It doesn't really mean anything. But yeah. his wife said it was exactly what she was thinking. It was like he was inside her mind, and she struggled to be around him because she thought that he could read her thoughts. Not only that, um, his next door neighbors or somebody local to him who he knew had had a baby boy whilst he had whilst he was dead in the mortuary and uh, he said he could be anywhere in space or time uh and he at some point for whatever reason found his way to his next door neighbor's house or yeah. whoever they were wherever they were it doesn't really matter um, he could see that the parents were very disturbed that he had died in a, uh, you know, an accident, and mm. they were um, quite shocked. And he said, I, "I could sense this. I could see them. They were upstairs in the bedroom talking about it. It was very, very bad." He said, "But th- the main concern was with their newborn baby boy, who would not stop crying. Uh, he's never met this kid, yeah, because he's fucking dead. Yeah, obviously. Um, now this kid." would wake up, cry, they'd try and get him to sleep, he'd fitful sleep, and he'd cry, he'd just keep crying. They took him to the doctors, the doctors checked him for pretty much everything that, you know, would be usual, colic or whatever, and they said, look, you know, it's, you're just going to have to take him home and get over it. Yeah. He said, whilst in this disembodied state at his next-door neighbour's pad, he could sense that his the, the these two people were upset that he had died, but their main cause of concern was for their newborn baby boy and he essentially in his disembodied state went to see this new child Mm. who was lying in a cot and he said to his complete amazement when he spoke to the child the child actually responded was aware of him he said he tried to speak to people before they were aware of his presence but nobody ever responded but this child looked at him like, like he could actually physically see him in a way um, as well. Well, uh, okay. He knew he was there. Right. He I knew say, he was yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was aware of his presence. Yeah. I'm not going to say looked at him. That probably yeah. just me talking. But yeah, he was aware of his presence. Um, he said he was able to communicate. I think he kind of s- says almost telepathically with his child. And he was sort of saying, no one can understand you, dude. I mean, this is beyond language now. No one can understand you because, no, because you can't fucking talk. What's up with you? And... Um, he said he was able to look in... This is fucking crazy. He was able to look into the child's body and see that his right arm was broken, sort of about there-ish, right? And he could clearly see it. 
It's like an X-ray. He said he could see it was bust, and now, right. now he had a problem because he knew that the kid was crying. And he can't do anything about it he, because he he's th- fucking dead. And he, he, yeah. he can't tell the parents because he's dead in a mortuary. A kid can't tell the parents because he's a he's, fucking yeah, kid. Kid going, yeah. Just what screaming. can he do? Um, then we kind of rush forward a little bit. He became aware when he was dragged out of the body fridge when they were actually performing an autopsy. They got him out to try and figure out what actually killed him. Stuck a knife into his chest. He fucking woke up because he wasn't fucking. He wasn't obviously dead at this point. Uh, they stopped the autopsy. Got him to a ward. Blah 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 blah. And um, he started to relate stories as quick as he was physically able to, because he was fucked, obviously. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to tell... You're not going to be fucking spry, are you, as soon as you've been on a fucking cold slab for fucking whatever, however long it was. Exactly, and he started to try and explain, as soon as he was physically able to, um, what had happened to him, and how he was able to sort of perceive things that he shouldn't have been able to perceive, and, and that it was all a bit fucking weird, and he was telling his wife, and it was all anecdotal, not really many people believed him, and he just basically said, "Listen, man, go and check fucking Mildred and Dave's baby next door." Yeah, his he fucking said, arms. Snapped. He's fucking screaming his tits off. I know what's wrong with him. He's got a fucking bust-up arm. Uh, the reason why I know he's got a bust-up arm is because I visited him in a disembodied state. I communicated him with him telepathically, and I looked into his body with X-rays. They were like, "What the fuck, man? You." Get off your tits, you are. Come on, man. You, you know what they did? Had too many mushrooms, man. They fucking got the kid, took him to the doctors. Snapped arm. Bingo. Ha- I don't know how he knew it, but it fucking, he did. Could it be luck? <sighs> Could it be coincidence? It's very, possibly. Very Pacific. Pacific is the sea. Yeah, so, so yeah, that, that's what, it, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A verifiable case and, um, I say verifiable. There's probably a lot of people saying it's not verifiable, but it, that's d- what it depends, happens. isn't it, on on where, it, where it actually has it come from a coroner? Has it, it come from? Well, it, essentially, he told the the doctors that a newborn baby had a broken arm, and he he said he knew that because whilst he was dead in a mortuary, he saw into this child's body with X-ray vision He's and communicating been on something with telepathically. He's yeah. been on some fucking mental pill- pills. Yes. <laughs> Fucking slips, fucking in a coma for fucking three days. Um, right, okay. So that's number seventeen, which was near death experiences. And the next one is the Foo Fighters. Uh, so John this, this this one is um about the band and um, where they're playing next. So on on Mar- uh, May the seventeenth, they're playing <laughs> uh, at the uh, Carling Academy in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> no, episode, obviously, obviously, it's not about fucking Foo Fighters as much as they're, they're wicked. And Dave Grohl, you're a fucking legend. Uh, it's not about them. It's about fucking mental flying objects, basically following military crafts. Yeah, that was um, uh, uh, John Wilkes. Pick up word, yes, word, yeah. word, yo, no, yo. That was the second request, wasn't it? Yeah. Wilco, yeah, yeah. Wilco. Yeah, nice one for that. That was a really, a really. G- I enjoyed researching that one. Um, I mean, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you've probably heard of Foo Fighters before. Uh, I, I didn't know what to think, but after looking into it, it's fucking weird. Shit happens, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird stuff happens. Why things following military things more? Do you know what I mean as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. They are, um, they're real. They're very real. They're seen. They're seen to this day in um, you know, theaters of combat. They're they're um, I don't know what the fucking are, but they're real. They're they're doing what the fuck they want to do. I find it really interesting that at the beginning of World War Two, pilots were reporting it, but they weren't reporting it as anything other than 
strange lights because this UFO alien stuff, whether we bullshit, whatever the fuck we want to talk about, they um they had no sort of tangible um reference point to equate this crazy shit they were seeing so they just equate, they just said it was uh, some sort of secret weapon i don't know they had no concept of it being something other than us yeah. it was just not in their mind it was not in their f- their frame of reality they just yeah. it was you know it, it's such an interesting case they were seen throughout the entire world they were seen in in the korean war i mean they even Soldiers even got fucking shot by it when they opened fire on one of these yeah. things. And the fucking one in America, and they fucking pounded it. Fucking silly. Battle of LA, yeah. And it just fucking just like nothing happened. Just went, yeah, Four, fuck you. Fourteen hundred shells. Yeah. Slowly went off. Fourteen hundred shells on an object over uh, lots, the city of Los Angeles. In in it was nighttime. They put eight or ten searchlights on it in the picture that I've seen, and you can clearly see the object. Uh, it's hanging in the sky. They're blasting it with fucking anti-aircraft artillery and it's just hovering there and it just moved out over the ocean and fucked off. It was on radar. Just six people right off. Six people died. Three died of um, shells falling back to the earth and hitting them. Uh, another three died of fucking heart attacks. So, from, for like, f- terror. It's re- it's re- it was real. Yeah. And then you had the, uh, the incident over... Um, Washington D.C., where people say, "Well, you know, surely the aliens would come and just fucking land on the White House lawn." They, they fucking hovered above it in 1952. Why land on it when you can just hover above it for two consecutive nights? They did exactly Let's that. Let's be honest. If if, if someone said, "Do you want to hover above the White House for two days or sit on the grass?" I'd go, "I'd get up a hover." Be fucking cool, that would, wouldn't it? What are they? I don't know. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, right, okay, so this is uh, the final one of our review of the past 19. I think we should do this more often. I think, well, I want to say more often, I think every 20 we should go back and do, go back over the 19 we've done. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's, quite, it's quite cool, actually, because it you know, brings back uh, everything. I mean, if you're uh, still listening at this point, it'd be yeah. fucking amazing. If you haven't passed out and yeah. you thought, what the fuck are these cunts <laughs> talking about? You know what I mean? Then, uh, then good on you. But uh, if you have, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the last one is um, is the Broken Arrow, which we've yeah. done literally, what well, I was going to say, 10 minutes ago. But that would be bollocks, because 10 minutes ago, we were probably talking about the fucking new, new fucking... Near death experiences, yeah. not new death experiences, but we did um, it stri- back to back with yeah. this one. So straight after, uh, straight after the last one we done, we um, the broken arrows. We we jumped on this. So broken arrows, go for it. Fucking uh, well, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know where you start with something as severe as losing a nuclear weapon, no. or multiple nuclear weapons. I, th- I, th- I think I think the silence at the beginning is enough, isn't it? When yeah. so if someone went. I've lost a nuke. Yeah. I think people would go, what? (laughs) (laughs) You don't put them words together, do you? You're not meant to. I mean, Broken Arrow is, um, I mean, I think there's a film called Broken Arrow. Probably is. uh, Yeah. But it's fucking terrifying, man. It, 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 there's, Essentially, it's like fuck up, fuck ups with nuclear weapons, and it has happened uh, so many times around the world. There has been so many close calls where nuclear weapons have nearly detonated to the point where people have accidentally pulled levers and dropped nuclear weapons over America and gone, "Oh shit!" A geezer tried to get up. He basically tried to get up and managed to set drop a nuke out. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. He, he dropped a nuke. He pulled. He tried I'm, to I'm not being funny, right? But if, if I was lying on the floor for whatever reason, because I don't know, turbulence or whatever, right? Or pissed up or whatever. I, d- I think I'd know, pissed even up, if I'm pissed, pissed up, up pilot. Right? Yeah. Pissed up pilot even flying if, a plane <laughs> with a nuclear <laughs> weapon on board. Doesn't fucking surprise me, mate. Um, I think the last thing I'd try and pull myself up on would be the nuke. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that would be the very last thing I would do. I'd try and stand up on my own first before getting to that point. Yeah, this geezer, um, he, uh, there was, he was inspecting, uh, inspecting a fault with a s- some sort of um, sensor that indicated there was um, an issue with a, I think it was a harness pin or a holding pin that was keeping the nuclear weapon in the Bombay doors. And... Um, he was crawling along the floor or trying to go up a ladder, whatever. He wrapped his arm around the nuclear weapon to pull himself up and he inadvertently grabbed hold of the release lever and pulled himself up with that. And the fucking nine-ton nuclear fucking warhead dropped onto the floor, bust its way through the Bombay doors and dropped onto North Carolina. <laughs> and he's standing there looking out <laughs> going, oh my God, I might have just killed every <laughs> human on Earth. Yeah, you'd be sitting there looking down going, <laughs> yeah, what, what can you do? You can't call anyone. No. And any chance you can disarm that? Well, to I'm be sorry, honest, mate. I think I would have jumped through the hole. Yeah. <laughs> I would have jumped out of it as well. There's no point even calling the base because, let's face it, you're not going to escape. No. If that thing's going off, you're going with it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Everything's going with so it. So you might as well just sat there, dangled your legs out. You've got, got no. Once, oh, well. once, once it went through them doors, dropped and went bong. Well, once it dropped, once once the, the release thing was pressed by accident, yeah. that was it. It was yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. It's not you're not going to stop do. that. You're you not stopping it. It's just going to fucking fall. You just sit there. If it goes off, it goes off. Like we were saying, yep. it probably most likely won't because there's a sequence to make and go off. But still, well, that's the thing. You're dropping a fucking nuke. It doesn't that, matter. It doesn't matter it. if it's not not f- fucking in in the mode to go. You're dropping a nuke fucking fucking from about twenty thousand foot or something. Well, you know what I mean, <laughs> it's, it's going to cause some fucking damage to start with, even if it doesn't go off. There's been instances, instant instances where the, um, uh, uh, nukes have been d- dropped from aeroplanes, and all of the safety devices that are put in place to stop the bomb from detonating uh, have been disabled, i.e. Yeah. it's gone through the complete arming process, it's dropped its parachute, it's lowering self itself down. When it gets to an altitude of about a mile, it decides to detonate. And the only thing that stops it from doing that is a fucking switch that yeah. someone hasn't pressed into the on position. Right. If it was in the on position... The world would be incredibly different yeah. than it is now. And this has happened multiple times. And we're not even c- talking about the amount of nuclear weapons that these fucking fools have just lost. How the fuck do you do They're that? They're just lying around the world in like, bomb you ha- oceans. You have accidents and then you have fucking, it's just gone, it's lost. It accidentally lost it. Yeah. We've lost that's, the worst, that's the worst accident you could do is lose a nuke. An accident Jeez, would, God. if you could ha- have an accident and the nuke's still there, good. But not not lose it at the same time. That's that's that's. If you can have a problem with a nuclear weapon, at least tell me where it is. Don't yeah. say where is it. Uh, Do you know what? I, I don't know. Somewhere in the Pacific. Fuck knows. I don't know. I'm not, uh, what do you mean you don't know? Well, uh, probably off the border of Cuba. Well, that's what you, <laughs> what you were saying. Like possibly, maybe Mexico. Could, have, could be near Jamaica. I don't know. Somewhere around there. They have had instances where nuclear weapons stowed on fighter jets have rolled off the back of aircraft carriers and sunk to the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, never to be retrieved, fully armed. How, how could you 
start flying right and not have a nuke secured in position. Well, <laughs> this is why they they started uh, reining in uh, airborne nuke, nuclear weapons on patrol missions constantly because planes crash. Yeah. Planes fall out the sky, man. The thing is, though, once that nuke moves a little bit, the whole fucking plane's fucked. It's not. It's not like it. Like it will lying. just fall out the back. It will literally obliterate the plane as well because the movement of it, because it's such a fucking like eight megaton fucking bomb. Yeah. It just fucking literally rips the plane apart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. it's trying to fall out the fucking plane. Yeah, there was lots of lots of design flaws in the um, in the design process. Once that starts moving, you're fucked, basically. Oh yeah, they've had like instances where planes have disintegrated for whatever reason, and they've started spinning out of control. The whole crew's died, and as the plane's spiraling to the earth at you know six hundred miles an hour, the centrifugal force on the delivery levers in the cockpit have pulled back and actually released the bombs in exactly the same way that they would be released if done intentionally in combat situations. Yeah. That's happened over America. It's just fucking crazy, it's, man. It's fucking nuts, isn't it? Broken arrows. That's probably the most terrifying thing we've covered. Yeah, well, yeah. Techni- yeah, technically. It's real it as fuck, man. That, like we were saying earlier on, obviously, if, if there's something you wanted, didn't want to crash into the most... I'd imagine it would probably be, be a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do not want to drive into a back of a nuclear bomb. Yeah, that's what that's, that happened. I can't think of anything worse. Yeah, that happened, didn't it? Yeah. A bloke rear-ended. That's what I mean. Yeah. They were I, car- ca- I cannot think of anything worse to, to, to drive into. Try yeah, and think of something worse to drive into. They were, transporting, uh, try and, they were transporting a nuclear weapon by road through America, and it was this particular footage. Is, How um, the fuck do you drive into a back <laughs> of a nuclear bomb? It was um, it was going through a, a town, and I think the residents had come out because they were aware that there were roadblocks and something it's major America was coming so through. Woo, woo, yeah, you <laughs> get it through the town, yeah. And um, USA, this we love mm, you really. We're just we're just taking the piss out. This, of the stereotype. Mi- this military convoy was coming through, and in the middle of these battalion of green trucks, there's this white lorry, and in contained within this lo- white lorry is um. A thermonuclear warhead, uh, and it's been transported <laughs> by road. And uh, this is done in, in a way where it's it's safe, apparently. Um, as it's driving through, in full view of camera, a geezer in a truck behind it, as the, as the lorry brakes, the lorry containing the nuclear warhead puts its brakes on only slightly. The bloke behind doesn't respond and just drives his armoured car into the back of this lorry carrying a weapon. Now, this is the safest way to transport it. There are nuclear weapons that are involved in road traffic accidents. I mean, it's, it's fucking crazy. I, I reckon crazy. he was driving a Hummer. I reckon he's one of them dickheads. I, don't, if, I think he was in Hummer. Trying to merge without looking, one of them, and just I'd, fucking I'd, drive into the back of it. I think, <laughs> I think he was in a fucking Hummer, man. But it, it's fucking... <laughs> it's just... Ter- it, it is terrifying that these... How could he drive it... You know it's a nuclear bomb. The reason why he's following it is because he's part of the military or whatever. How the fuck do you drive into the back of it? You're fired. Yeah, fucking Trump would be all over that. Jesus, I mean, fucking Christ, man. He's a nice guy, but no, we can't have that. No. I mean, if you look at it, like a nuclear weapon... That's my really bad impression of Trump. A nuclear weapon literally opens a portal to hell. They literally Splits do. Happen at atoms. Yeah, if you set one of them off. You are opening a Everything's portal made to hell. Atoms and it splits them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that, could, that is hell. That is hell. It makes everything die. That is that is fucking nuts. Right, them everyone. So 
we've gone over the 19 episodes. Uh, I hope you liked our little review. It was kind of a spur of the moment thing. We just thought, fuck it, after that one, we thought, oh, well, you know, this, to make our 20th episode, we'll, we'll go over the 19. And I think we'll probably do that on the next fucking 19 it's as well. It's a cheap episode. We don't have to do any research. We yeah. just drink beer and talk bollocks. So yeah, we understand it. if you're not listening now, we're only speaking to each other. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah that's, we probably are. We've probably been speaking to each other since day I'm one. I'm amazed we're not speaking to each other each week. I'm amazed that there's people listening. I know, yeah. What the fuck's going on? Why, why are you listening to us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so if you'd like to contact us and tell us how great our episodes are, <laughs> you can on uh, Facebook, um, at Robots for Eyes Podcast. Podcasts. There we go, yeah, the add-on. We've got a Twitter page, which is, fuck knows, it's like Robots for Eyes Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got, um, we got um, our email address, which is robotsforeyes at gmail.com. And... Uh, Get in contact us, you know, tell us what you think. <laughs> yeah, do it, you little wankers. Yeah, you fuckers. Thank you. Love you. S- see you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and enjoy the jazz music on the outro. Yeah. Crack cushions! <laughs>